What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts, Melanin Edition. Um, it's been a little minute, but hey, welcome back, everyone. Um, this is, I'm just letting you know now, this is going to be a long-ass episode. Um, it's going to be a two-part episode, so you're going to get uh, one part, and then you're going to get the other one later. Um, so just bear with me because it's also going to be a very emotional episode because a lot has happened. This episode, you were supposed to actually have this episode um, like um, this Monday, this past Monday or Tuesday, but I came back from my trip and I, I've i been sick ever since. Um, I actually had to go take a COVID test because I'm like, do I got COVID? And it came back negative, of course. But I'm still sick, and I was trying to wait until it passes so I can not be coughing and all those other things. But it's taking a little longer for this um, bug or whatever it is to go away. So I said I don't want to keep prolonging the episode, especially since I put it out there that I was going to be doing it. And a lot has happened since then that I need to talk about. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. You guys are going to you know, sit through the hawking and the coughings with me, the coughing with me, because I can't stop that. Um, I'm actually like wheezing and a lot of things. So you guys are just going to have to bear with me through this episode. I appreciate you in advance. <coughs> See, already starting with the cough, but that's okay. I have my water, have my tea. We're going to push through this episode. Okay. Okay. So first I want to say thank you for my listeners who have been rocking with me since day one, thank you for being there, being here to listen. Um, thank you for the new listeners um, who've come just for this episode um, off of Clubhouse. Um, thank you for those who are just here to be nosy. You know all those good things. I appreciate every last one of you because even without the nosy, with even with the nosy people, it matters because you tuned in. So let's get started. So. <laughs> A lot has happened, like I said. And this podcast was called To Freedom. Um, basically, the podcast was supposed to be about... Um, the, original, <clears throat> the original reason for this podcast was going to be just to touch bases on my trip I had to Dallas. Um, I went to Dallas a week ago, had a ball. <coughs> had a ball, and... Yes, yeah, so I wanted to have like a recap episode of the trip because it was dope. Like I met a lot of people off Clubhouse. Um, let me just be clear, you know, the um the trip was to Dallas. It was um Juneteenth weekend, but it was also Black Pride weekend in Dallas. So a lot of people from Clubhouse said, Hey, let's go down to Dallas around this time. Um, I'm sorry, I told you to bear with me. And you know, so we did. So we went. And so I was going to have a podcast about, you know, everything that I've experienced. You know, the people I saw, the people I did, did not like, you know, the events I went to and all those good things. But since Dallas, more has transpired um, off of Clubhouse. A lot has transpired, actually. Um, And so, you know, a lot of my, my name... You know, my name was, a lot of things were said on, um, said about me and I, 
I take I take pride in being a good person. I'm a good person. I take pride in that. Do I make mistakes? Absolutely, as we all do. But at core, am I a really good person? Absolutely. And people have made it to where, um, like, painted this narrative about me that I just don't agree with. And, you know, this week I have been, you know, um, bullets were just coming at me. And I was just knocking them down with facts. Whether people chose to believe those facts or not, I was knocking them down. But I still feel like my name was tarnished a little. And it got to the point to where I was just tired of defending myself with people I don't know. You know, it showed me that I actually care more about people's opinions than I should. (coughs) And it actually also showed me that some people just ain't shit. You know, some people just ain't shit. And I made the decision to no longer be on Clubhouse. And I deactivated my account. I did that because I was I was annoyed um, because I didn't feel like Clubhouse was a place for me anymore. I wasn't excited to get on the app. It felt I felt like it was more of an obligation or a duty. It wasn't fun anymore. You know, I was having, I honestly was not having fun with the app anymore. And even when it, the drama didn't, in, wasn't, even though there were moments, a lot of moments where I wasn't involved in the drama, witnessing it started to become draining. And, you know, it, it, it was entertaining for a moment, but eventually it was like, I'm tired of seeing black queer people degrade each other this way and it was just I was just tired and I said you know what it's time for me to go I've worked hard to build the audience that I I got I did it by myself um you know I was one of the only clubs clubs left that only had one moderator I did I you know I, I did a lot of things by myself still had the most turnout for a, a PTR ball um, had a successful um, speed dating for black gay men. I was going to have another one. So I think I did a lot of great things on Clubhouse. And I made a lot of great relationships. So I, I exited at the right point. Even though people are going to think that they ran me off the app. You really didn't. My exit was on point. Um, if you did anything, you just, you you hurried up, the you sped up the process. Because... I've been talking about leaving for a little while, but the drama this week just made just made my decision more clear. <coughs> so, um, yeah, so that's what you know. This podcast is this podcast is going to be talking about every. It's going to talk. It's going to talk about everything, and I'm I'm not holding anything back. Because why this is my podcast and I can say and do what the fuck I want and be truthful about everything. So first, I want to go into, uh, I want to talk more about, I want to talk about mental health a little bit. Um, This entire situations that have happened on Clubhouse have really fucked with my mental health. And I'll start with the first situation. 
the first situation involved this guy who I have been getting to know, who I was getting to know for over two months. We talked every day. We FaceTimed um, daily. We had um, deep conversations. I love you was used by both of us. Gift, gifts were ex- exchanged by both of us. And I will say that I fell for him very fast. I, you know, definitely saw, I definitely read more into our situation than he did. Let's just say that. So, you know, it, it got, it, I got some information. He started, he started acting real different on the app. Um, actually, no, that's not what happened. So he went, he went out of town for the weekend. Um, he told me it was, you know, about him and his best friend. You know, he was trying to show his best friend a really good time and things like that. And, you know, the, um, I talked to him the whole time he was on his little vacation. You know, I even talked to FaceTime him while he was getting dressed a couple of times and the day he came back from his vacation, I barely spoke to him. I texted him once. He didn't say anything. And we had a routine. It was every morning, you know, good morning, King. He would call me King. Good morning, King. I would say good morning, my love. You know, things like that. And he didn't text me the back. But I'm like, you know what? He's tired. He had a long weekend or whatever. But I saw he was on Clubhouse. I'm like, okay, maybe he's asleep and fell asleep on Clubhouse. Whatever. And I said, okay, later on that day, I texted him again, no response. I said, okay, make sure he's okay. Again, we talked every day, all day. So I was like, okay, is he okay? Did something happen? I don't know what the case may be. And I said, hey, are we good? Yeah, why would you think we're not? And I said, well, I just didn't know, you know, what was going on. Have I talked to you today? Just want to make sure you're good. So then he sends me this long text message saying that he has to work on himself. He really needs um, time away from everyone, including me. And he needs to just focus on him and get his life right. You know, that 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 text. Um, now, what really interested me with that text message was I wasn't upset about it. I was more confused because I was trying to see what happened within the last 24 hours. I mean, especially because, like, mind you, you know, he was coming back home to a, a brand new job opportunity with a resume that I did, you know, just throwing it out there. I did his resume and, you know, he got a lot of a lot of interviews based off that resume. I was like, OK, cool. You know, whatever. Um, so I'm thinking that, you know, this vacation was like a a big raw uh, hurrah before things got serious because he was going back to work. At his new job, so I was I'm I'm confused on what's what has happened to where you need you know time and space and things like that. <coughs> but I didn't really get an answer, so I felt bad. You know, um, I I was pissed. I, I'm just be honest, I was pissed, and I let it go. And I talked to a good friend about it, and the friend was like, "Look." You can't get mad that he needs to work on himself. You need to be ha- happy that you've met someone who wants to work on themselves. 
before, you know, anything can happen between you and them. I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. So I made sure I sent um, um, the right response message to where it supported him in his decision um, and not make it to where it's focusing on me and why are you doing this to me? I was very careful in making sure I worded my, I had my words correctly because, again, you know, he needed to work on himself. I can't get mad at someone for wanting to work on themselves. So, um, that happened. Then, um, you know, his working on himself happened really quickly because uh, a day or two later, he was back on Clubhouse. I said, okay, you worked on yourself pretty fast. And things started happening to where he started posting. He posted a picture um, that he took with someone in New Orleans. <laughs> I didn't even admit. wasn't trying to say where he was, but hey, whatever, whatever the fuck he was. He was in New Orleans. He posted a picture with someone that he, uh, a picture with someone. Now, the picture wasn't the issue. Now, the picture was a statement. It was a cute little statement. They looked really cute in the picture together. It was the it was the it was the caption of the picture that kind of made me like, whoa. Now I don't remember the caption, but it kind of give gave you like a, this is I'm the Bonnie to his Clyde type of shit. Like it was that it was that type of caption moment. <clears throat> I was like, oh, now, mind you, I knew he was going to be spending time with this person in New Orleans because I knew that they, that they, that they live there. And I even say, hey, are you going to link up with such and such? He said, yeah, we're going to have dinner. I said, OK, cool. So the picture was very like, oh, OK. So the jokes started coming from the picture. And what you have to realize with Clubhouse is. When you post a picture with from a link up with someone and the picture looks a little like, oh, what's happening in this picture is going to be a topic of conversation. It's happened to other people. It's happened to multiple people and they just laugh and let it roll off and then they go on about their day. The difference with this was the response of both parties involved were a little bit more, they're a little bit more upset by people's reaction to the picture like we're just friends we're just for like a lot it was it, they, they got the the joke got old to them very quickly i'll just say that and in other people's minds that was a sign of something else is going on here mind you i didn't know how to feel i was a little annoyed because i the timing of the text message that you're telling me you no longer want to talk happened the day after you've had dinner with this person. So I'm trying, like when I tell you I was trying, I was trying my hardest to not jump to conclusions and not be that messy ass bitch that we all know that just jumps to, to conclusions because they're insecure and all this other shit. I tried not to be that person. But the more, you know, people kept asking them, are y'all together? And people were denying it. I found out that one person did, the person that I was talking to, did tell someone that he was talking to this individual. 
and never told that individual or whatever, but the information was coming to me from other people. <coughs> Mind you, now that I think about it, some of the people that were probably feeding me information were feeding it to me because they wanted to meet, they wanted me to have a reaction on this um, public platform in front of everybody with this person because they kind of, they knew me and him were kind of talking. So a moment did happen. Now the moment that happened in the room was with the other party involved, the innocent bystander, in my opinion. And I didn't want that moment to happen, but it did. Now I'm not going to go into details about that moment because I just, I honestly just don't want to. I want to get to the other good stuff. What really, and a lot, and so I, I lashed out on my Instagram story. Now, what I will say, the, the comments that kept going around was that I am desperate. I lie about these um, encounters I have with these men. I fabricate stories. I take um a, a simple text message or maybe a simple message and I automatically think someone's my man and all this and all that. That's all been said. What kills me about those comments is they're always made to a person that is plus size. <clears throat> they're always they're always made to a big bitch who people feel as though can't get a man. Or can't get a man that looks like this person. So why would he even entertain you? So the shit coming out of your mouth must be a lie. You know, that, that that's just the reactions I kept getting from people. You know, you you know, you're a liar. You know, you you are you're fabricating shit. How is it that I'm a liar? You you no one asked me proof. No one asked me, is this true, Cordero? You know, what you're going through? You know, no one asked the the asked me these questions it was automatically assumed I was a liar and I, I I that's the only reason I could think people would say that is that I'm lying because you know the whole look at me and look at him why would he date me you know stuff like that now mind you I never said I was in a relationship with anybody I said we were getting to know each other now for me in my definition of getting to know someone, if you are also going to be getting to know other people, that's fine. But when it's people that know me, individuals that know me, I think a conversation should be had. That's just me. Some people I've asked this question. Some people disagree with me. That's totally fine. But if you know me and the person that you are getting to know frequents the same spaces and we actually have a conversation, I would probably, I would, I think we, it deserves to be a conversation, especially if you're getting to know us at the, and simultaneously. <coughs> I'm sorry. So the, the part that really got me, was I got a phone call from a friend who also resides in that area in New Orleans. He was like, hey, I heard you and this other person had an issue on Clubhouse. What was that about? Like, tell me, like, fill me in. So I filled him in on everything that happened. He says, wow, 
the funny thing is the person who you got upset with isn't the person who he, he came down here to see. He came down here to see me. Like, we planned this trip together. He was with me every day since he was down here. I picked him up from the airport, took him to the airport. I was in his hotel room. Like, we, he came down here for me. Now, mind you, my mind is blown. Because this person who called me, again, he called me, he had my number. I'm actually cool with this person. <clears throat> He even said he specifically asked this guy, hey, are you and Cordero a thing? Are y'all talking or anything? He told him, no. Why would I talk to Cordero? I've never talked to him. Ain't shit, it ain't like that at all. I saw the messages. I saw the proof. I saw everything I needed to see. So not only... Did you lie to me when I asked you were you going to see this person as well? Again, I knew this person lived there. I said, hey, are you going to have lunch with such and such? No, you know, he's not available. Not only did you lie, but the motherfucker has been available to you the entire time you've been there. That was y'all trip. So not only did you lie to me about that, you lied to him in saying that I'm like, no, I would never date him. I would never talk to him. Yada, yada, yada. I would never talk to him nothing. You did all that when you could have just said, yeah, you know, I'm getting to know him as well. You know, it is what it is. Or you could have been honest with me and said, hey, you're cool. I don't see it for you that way, you know, that way. And I, am, I there is someone else I want to pursue. But I would still like for us to be friends. <clears throat> I didn't get any of, the, any of that. You flat out lied to both of us. And what really bothered me was the him. I, I wouldn't date someone like him. Oh, you wouldn't talk to anyone like me? Oh. So that energy pissed me the fuck off. Because one thing I don't, don't fucking deny me. You can say and do whatever you want, but don't fucking deny me. And he denied me. And I don't know if it took me back to a place of always being denied, always being the one that's not wanted. You know, I don't know if it took me back to a very insecure moment, but it did. And in that moment, I needed to show the world this motherfucker didn't deny me. I mean, he can't deny me. So I went on Instagram. I just posted all my receipts. I, well, actually, I didn't post all of my receipts. I posted the relevant receipts. Just to show that I'd never fabricated anything with this man. I have no reason to. Now, do I regret posting those things? Absolutely. Like, Cordero, why did you do that? I mean, again, I just explained why I did it, but I regret posting those things because I don't think they worked in my favor too much. I think I think it did with a select few people, but I think the overall general consensus was still, you know, I'm a messy person. I um I talk too much. I know everyone's business. I'm in everyone's business. Um, you know, the, all those things started happening. From me telling my truth. 
And I, I just found that really rich. So, you know, that situation with him died down. <clears throat> died down. And that was fine. So, <laughs> I then um, started to get to know this other guy. Now, mind you, th this was not like a back-to-back -back situation. Um, this is just my first time talking about that first situation on this on here. So, I just wanted to give you that and how that affected my mental health. I was fucked up a little bit after that. I really was. Um, because... You know, it made me feel like, okay, what, what in the hell have have I have we been doing for the past two and a half months? Like, what, what is it that we've been doing for you to then just act like I don't exist? You know, two months is not long, but two and a half months every day speaking speaking to someone. You know, I'm not saying I was in, I, I'm not saying I was in love. I don't know why I really used the terms love so soon with him. Did I love him? Yes. Was I in love? No. I did love him. I did want the best for him. Um, and I was excited about what the future hold um the future was holding for us. Um, you know, a lot of things we had a lot of plans, you know, to really hang out in Dallas when I went there. Like we had a lot of we we, we were we were going to have fun. And so I was a little upset that that situation took a turn that I was not expecting. I was not, if anything, I always said, if me and this person stopped talking in this, capa at this capacity, we would at least still be friends because I thought we at least started the, the growing relationship as a friend, you know, as friends. So I thought that that respect would still at least be there over everything. And for all that to go away, kind of fucked me up. It really fucked me up. <coughs> and so bouncing back from that, it's not that it was hard to bounce back from it. It was more the fact that you know, I, I Cordero just 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 don't give up. It was like, it was more of a don't give up moment. And then, you know, another guy you know, we we started having conversation in a room and just like random conversation. And I was just like, wait a minute, I'm always in rooms with you. Why don't I, why don't we, like, why, why, why haven't you been on my radar? It was one of those moments. And I don't know why he was never on my radar. And he's, he was very handsome, you know, chocolate, you know, bald, you know, nice eyes, nice, like he was really cute, really handsome. So I never understood why I, he was never on my radar, but shit, he is now. So I was like, hey, <laughs> slide in your DMs. I was like, you know, can we exchange numbers? I would like to talk to you. And he gave me his number. I gave him my number. Bam. All, bam. We FaceTiming, you know, FaceTiming, you know, we had a whole conversation. We talked for almost an hour on FaceTime. And he was like, you know what? <laughs> he was like, you know what? You're, he was like, you know, you're really cute. You know, you're cute, you know. And I'm just going to be honest with y'all. The conversation was about sex. Like, it was clear as day. I really wanted to have sex with this man. You know, I wanted to we wanted to fuck. I told him what I wanted to do to him. I told him what I wanted him to do to me. I saw, I sent, sent him an ass picture. 
He said that's, a, that's not too much for him to handle. And he was excited about that. I said, mm, so when can you come here? When can you come to Chicago? I want to fly you out. But I tell you, I was moving extremely fast with him. And I don't know why. Like, I was like, I really want to fuck him. Like, he's <clears throat> he's handsome. You know, I want to fuck him. And he, he, I was like, okay, so I get back into town. Such and such. Like, actually, like, this weekend would have been the weekend he was supposed to come see me. He's like, no, 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 no. I, I want to see you before you go to Dallas. Because I heard what you said you was going to be doing in Dallas. All the shit you was going to be doing. I want to see you before Dallas. I said, okay, we can make that work. So, mind you, um, before we planned the, the trip for him to come here, we were talking on the phone. He and He's a FaceTimer. He loves to FaceTime. He's a FaceTime and texter. Don't call him. On, he didn't like to. He, if you're going to call him, you're gonna, your call is going to be through FaceTime. Texting, he, he doesn't mind. We text all day, every day. You know, it was, you know, like long phone conversations and stuff like that. I've almost fell asleep on the phone with him. You know, we talked about everything. It got, it was some of the moments where it was like silence, you know, just to be on the phone with each other. It got to that point, child, because I can't stand that shit. When you just silent on the phone while you doing something, they doing something. Like, why are we here? But, I, the, you know, it got to that point. And so as the conversations progressed, <clears throat> It started to become clear that maybe I can, maybe we could see if this can go beyond the sex because, damn, the conversations are kind of dope. I wouldn't want to just limit us to just say, okay, we can have sex. And he was like, okay, cool. I feel the same way. Let's see where this can go. But, you know, like, like that, let's not. Let's not have high expectations or anything. Let's just go with the flow. I said, cool. So things were going good. You know, I booked his flight for the weekend and was, you know, ready for him to come. So, you know, I'm doing things. I'm getting my house clean. You know, I am, you know, not, o <clears throat> not only am I preparing financially for him to come, you know, I'm also still pre uh, financially preparing for my Dallas trip, which is the following week. You know, so I'm like, I'm making sure, you know, I'm doing like Ubering on the side to have extra money because I already have my money and things planned for Dallas. I'm still doing this and doing that. I wanted him to have a good time while he was here. So I'm just, you know, planning all this shit. Everything's good. Everything's good. Like even I was nervous. I talked to him when he went to the airport and, you know, I took the day off work. I went and got my done and all this other shit like I wanted to look my best for him and make sure this was a great experience for him the weather wasn't bad that weekend you know you know let's let's I'm, let's show him a good time so I picked up I picked him up from the airport <laughs> so I picked him up from the airport um he got in my car you know gave me like this little church lady hug and, you know, he was talking about how tired he was. You know, he was up all night because he was also moving when he gets back home. As soon as he gets back home from seeing me. So he was up all night packing up his place and all these things. So he's exhausted. So I pick him up. It's hot as hell. 
we're, you know, driving back to my house and, you know, we're talking and things like that. He falls asleep. You know, I'm driving us, I'm driving home. You know, I'm not, I don't care that he's, he fell asleep. He's like two hours behind me and he was tired. So he's sleeping, whatever. I'm driving home, listening to music on Clubhouse while he's asleep, you know, all that good jazz. So we get to my apartment. I am skipping some stuff that's not important. So we get to my apartment. Um, he comes in. You know, no, 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 no. First, we went out to eat. We went out to eat. We went. We first went and got him some good food. He had some good deep dish pizza. Then we went back to my apartment. So we went back to my apartment, and you know he's tired. You know he instantly like lays on my bed. I was kind of gross because I kind of don't like outside clothes and all that stuff. Then you laying on my bed. You know, I thought he was going to go shower and all the other stuff, but he didn't. He fell asleep. I said, hmm, okay. He did say he was extremely tired. Um, I wanted us to do something tonight, Friday night. But, you know, if he's asleep, you know, I'm going to let him sleep. <clears throat> now, I'm going to fast forward a little bit because his whole staycation was boring as fuck. But I'm just going to say this. We didn't have sex at all. Yes, we slept in the same bed. There was a moment of cuddling a little bit, but that was it. We did not have sex. Um, I will say the sexual chemistry that we gave over the phone was not giving the person for me. Now, would I have had sex with him if he had said something? Um, Yeah. But I just, there was never a moment where I felt comfortable touching him and trying to try to seduce him. Like, I didn't, I don't know. It just, it wasn't natural and organic for me. So I said, you know, I'm not going to force it. I didn't want to force it. And I didn't want him to think, you know, that that's all I wanted, even though that's what we originally planned. But since then, the conversations were have developed. So let's see what, where this can go. So I was trying not to say anything, but it got to the point, y'all, where he was rude as fuck on this trip. All he did was sleep. Mind you, it was a quick turnaround. He got in here Friday after Friday. He got here Friday late afternoon and had to leave Sunday morning. Very quick turnaround to try to do so much in Chicago and get to know each other. So. <laughs> so I mean when I say he slept all he did was sleep motherfucker slept we you know we um he slept and then when the one day we actually went out to go do some things you know I we went to give him some food and mind you he never touched he never took out his credit card or debit card or cash he never took his wallet out okay okay I didn't care because he came here and I wanted to show him a good time. But I'm just letting you know, he never pulled the bitch out, okay? And so, you know, we went a couple of places. We went to Navy Pier. Well, we tried to go to Navy Pier. We went to the Buckingham Fountain. We walked around a little bit and then it started getting rainy. So he said, hey, let's come back to the house. I was a little tired. I didn't sleep too well. He's a very wild sleeper. So... I said, hey, let's just go back to the house. So we go back to the house and I'm like, hey, do you want to watch a movie? 
Now I'm be honest with you. I'm gonna fall asleep during the movie. I said, okay, do you want to, you know, try to do something else? Like, what is it that you want to do? Oh, I don't know. But he's on Clubhouse in a room. He sees that I get agitated. He's like, wait, wait, let's let's watch something. Let's let's watch something. I said, okay, cool. He turns on to the Terrell show on YouTube. Hi, Terrell. I said, hi, like you listen listen to my podcast. I love you, Terrell. And that's something we both have in common because we watched it on FaceTime together before. So he turns on the Terrell show. We're watching the episode with um, Chrisette Michelle. And he's on Clubhouse. I'm like, wait a minute. How are you watching television with me, but you're on Clubhouse? Make it make sense. And I started, I started to get irritated because I'm not about to ask you to get off club. Like, why should I have to ask you to get off of Clubhouse while we're sitting here watching television? I started to get tired. <clears throat> I said, you know what? I just get up. I got up and I went to the bedroom. I didn't feel like dealing with that energy anymore because it was clear as day he was not interested in me. He didn't hold my hand. He didn't really give me a full good hug. He wasn't touching on me, you know, and it was clear as day he was not interested in me. And, you know, I was I was annoyed because, you know, I. I, it's not like I wanted to go into this with expectations, but it's kind of hard to think, to not expect greatness. And, in in in, you know, it's not like I was expecting to get married. I was expecting to have a great weekend. You know, I wanted to cuddle. I wanted to see, like, this weekend was about our chemistry sexually and physically, and if that was giving anything. So far, it, by Saturday, there was nothing he was giving. So at this point, I'm ready for you to go the fuck home. Not only are you on Clubhouse, you felt you felt you keep falling asleep. I, I I why did you come here? So I text him, <clears throat> being very passive aggressive. I was being very passive aggressive in this moment. I text him. I said, "Hey, so I'm about to go outside and Uber since you're sleeping on Clubhouse." He texted me back, okay, I'm not stopping you from getting your money. Baby, when I tell you, that pissed me the fuck off. So I ran into the living room, had a full-ass argument with him. You know, we discussed, you know, all he does is sleeping, all he is doing is on clubhouse. Like, what is, what is, what's going on? Are you not interested? Like, what's going on? Had a full argument. You know, he doesn't like passive-aggressive behavior he likes people to be direct so he was kind of shutting out and I'm still yelling he's yelling and you know at the end of the day we came to a compromise we 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 both apologized and we moved on so I went into the living room we sat down to try to watch a movie together he falls asleep I said you know what what the fuck ever I give up like the whole time he was here he slept I mean it's a two-hour time difference. Bitch, I don't live in France. It was two hours. How you jet-lagged from two hours? Like, bitch, what's, what the fuck? So I'm annoyed. But I said, you know what? He leaves in the morning. Whatever. So morning came. He left. Goodbye. 
you know, whatever. Goodbye. It wasn't a, oh my God, I never want to talk to him again because I actually talked to him after that. And I, and it, it wasn't one of those moments where I didn't want to talk to him. It just, it just concluded that, hey, we're just meant to be friends. And that's that. So the reason I'm telling you this situation is because <laughs> there's more to come. And there is more to come. I, this is actually going to be a three-part episode. I'm going to stop there. There's more to come, but I want you to re- remember, <clears throat> you know, these two in- um, these two situations because they're going to come up into why I really left Clubhouse. Thanks, you guys, for listening to part one of To Freedom. Part two coming up soon. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. Darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. Send me an email.